Oh, and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, tech optimist, futurist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, giving you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets, as well as some career advice and let you know what I'm geeked out about. So before I get into the show, go ahead and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, press the like button on the video, leave a comment if there's anything interesting. I'm also on Twitter and TikTok at EditionPod, Instagram at Edition with Addy, and you can also subscribe to the Substack so you will never miss an episode. They will always be in your email inbox and that is at editionpod.substack.com. You can find all these links in the show notes. So I'm back in Atlanta from spending a week in Seattle, and I'm, I'm back in my routine and excited to get into the topics for today. So first, crypto markets, they are down in the past seven days. Bitcoin is down 4.19%. Ethereum is down 5.45% in the past seven days. Whereas the S&P 500 is opening up at 0.57% and the NASDAQ is also up 1.63%. So we're seeing this decoupling of the crypto markets from the stock markets. Throughout the years, people have been trying to correspond, you know, increase in prices for the stock markets with increase in prices for the crypto. And I would say as late as or this year is the first year where we're seeing a seeing them act independently of each other which honestly is a good thing because if you're trying to diversify your risk you don't want something that um you don't want assets that are too aligned with each other in your portfolio so for example i'm invested in the stock market as well as in crypto i don't want them doing the same thing i want you know if crypto's down i want stocks to be up if stocks are down i want crypto to up to be up. And that's, you know, how you go about balancing your portfolio. So um, if you're listening to the show, I hope that you have a diversified portfolio that you're not only invested in crypto, you're also invested in the stock market as well and vice versa. Let's see how things end this week, but I will be giving you the daily updates in each episode. Okay. So hot topic in tech. There are so many, but I'm going to give you two crypto-related ones because I will cover all of the earnings for the FANG companies in the career topic today. So first, Bored Ape Yacht Club, the infamous NFT project founded by Yuva Labs. So they have a metaverse plan and they recently um, did a public mint, which is basically a sale of their the land for their metaverse. So their metaverse is a virtual world, which would incorporate the Bored Ape Yacht Club characters in some way. They leaked a document that showed their roadmap for the metaverse. I will include that link in the show notes. So this land sale is something pretty common. Uh, NFT collections, they'll say, okay, we're developing a game. We're going to sell land pieces of the game, typically before the game is developed. Um, but depending on how much you believe in, you know, the pro- the Board Ape Yacht Club metaverse, you're going to want to buy this land. And that is what people did. So I quote from Bloomberg, 
the Board Ape Metaverse frenzy raises millions and crashes Ethereum. So they ended up raising $320 million worth of crypto. And this sale was only, you could only purchase the land with ApeCoin, which explains why ApeCoin surged 57% last week. So the issue was that you know, the transaction fees were so high on Ethereum. I quote, uh, let me find the link here. So it was $5,800 to buy a piece of land, but people ended up paying $6,000 in Ethereum transaction fees. Okay, I found the quote. So each plot costs a buyer around $5,800 based on ApeCoin's price of $19 as of Saturday, plus transaction costs or gas fees in Ether, which skyrocketed after the sale went live at 9 p.m. New York time as the land grab attracted heavy demand. Transaction costs just to mint other deed NFTs, that's the land, after the launch reached $123 million, with each other deed requiring about $6,000 or two Ether in transaction fees to mint, according to the data from Ether scan, or more than the price of the deed itself. So based on that, um, Yuga Labs has apologized on Twitter, and I quote, for turning the light, turning off the light on Ethereum, and they suggested the possibility of establishing an ApeCoin blockchain. Okay, so this is interesting because people, you know, Ethereum is the gold standard of these you know, smart contract blockchains, but everyone knows Ethereum has an issue with high gas prices. Ethereum is planning a merge, uh, which moves from proof of work to proof of stake. I can get into the details of that, but long story short, it is gonna make Ethereum more energy efficient, but it won't necessarily lower gas prices. And people who are holders of Ethereum, they actually, it's not great that gas prices are high, but gas prices are essentially a sort of revenue that Ethereum makes. So I don't necessarily know whether the incentives are aligned. It's like, do people really want gas prices to go down on Ethereum if that means that there's lower Ethereum demand? I don't know. Um, also, because anyone can set up an Ethereum node, it's possible that they are benefiting from gas prices being high. So I understand why Yuga Labs is suggesting that they're going to create their own blockchain. So we will see whether Yuga Labs will be able to pull off creating their own blockchain. That would be incredibly epic. And I honestly think it's the best thing for them to do. ApeCoin price, it I told you it surged 57% last week. I, I would, I'm still going to bet on ApeCoin, honestly. If once it drops down below $10 again, which I believe it will, I'm going to buy more ApeCoin. I bought it around $8. And now that I know that they're building a metaverse, I'm bullish. I continue to be bullish on Yuga Labs. I'm, there are people that are saying Yuga Labs is just, um, this is like a scam and they're actually not going to be able to pull any of this off. As I told you in the introduction, I'm a tech optimist. So not investment advice. I'm not telling you to buy ApeCoin. I'm just saying 
if ApeCoin drops below $10 again, I am buying more because I made a great return when I initially bought it. Okay, real quick, Solana goes dark for seven hours as bot swarm candy machine NFT minting tool. So I quote from this Coindesk article, Solana stakeholders rushed to write the network Saturday night after what one insider called a quote, insane amount of data flooded the proof of stake chain, knocking validators out of consensus and grinding block production to a halt. So I bring this up because of my Solana dilemma. I just talked about this in the last article. Ethereum gas prices are really high. I don't necessarily want to run a DAO on Ethereum. I love using Solana, but Solana has gone down several times now in the past six months. There is an opportunity for another blockchain to solve Ethereum's problems and Solana's problems. Could it be the ApeCoin blockchain? Maybe. I don't know because I I love Ethereum, but Ethereum is, I don't know about their timeline and their roadmap for this merge. And I also don't like, even though the Ethereum is decentralized, I don't like that it is centralized in some way because all of these other blockchains need to live off of Ethereum. And that's why there's competitors like Solana, but Solana has its own issues. So I hope Solana can resolve its issues and I will, I know Ethereum works, so I will have, I will make my DAO on Ethereum, but I'm also not happy about it either. And I wonder if I'd be able to transfer a DAO from one chain to another. That is unclear. We are supposed to have interoperability in Web3. Let's see if that happens. Okay. I hope people who are not interested in crypto skipped ahead because now I'm going to talk about the state of FANG and the earnings for the career topic. So I have people asking me, there's a recession looming, stock prices are down. Should I stay at my company or should I leave? So like maybe you were interviewing at a startup, a very promising startup, but you are at a solid FANG company and you're not sure whether it's the right move to make, even if you could get an increase in income. So I talked about this last week. Um, The great resignation is kind of over now. I would say because companies are doing hiring freezes, we don't necessarily have as much leverage as we did before. So I'm just gonna go through the FANG companies, which I'm categorizing as Facebook, AKA Meta, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, and I'm adding Microsoft there because I work there and a lot of people think it should be included. So Apple earnings, I'm going to, all of this data is from Investopedia and the links are in the show notes. So they, for their earnings per share, they beat it. For their revenue, they beat it. And for their service revenue, they, they matched. And when I say beat or match or miss, This is based on the prediction of the Wall Street analysts. So Wall Street banks have employed people to analyze these companies, give an estimate of where they should be every quarter. And then they, the companies release the data, the earnings, their financial reports, and then they compare what the analysts predicted to what the company delivered. So Apple got two beats and one match. Netflix. They beat their earnings per share. They matched their revenue expectations, 
but they miss their global paid streaming memberships. And that's why the stock has been down so significantly. So Google, they miss their earnings per share. They also miss their revenue and, but they did beat their Google cloud revenue. So not great. And Facebook slash meta, they beat their earnings per chair. They miss their revenue and they miss their monthly active people. And for Microsoft, they beat their adjusted earnings per share. They beat their revenue and they beat their constant currency year over year growth for Xbox content and services revenue. Amazon, they miss their earnings per share, they match their revenue, and they beat their Amazon Web Services revenue. Okay, so looking at if you are if you are looking to move to a startup that is a public company, go on Investopedia earnings and look at their Q1 report because if they missed, it, there's a high likelihood that they're going to have hiring freezes and that they're gonna um, maybe do layoffs. So just keep that in mind. But if you're thinking about moving to Apple, I would say that's a solid move. They are either matching or beating analysts' expectations. Netflix, absolutely not. I would not move to Netflix right now. Um, It's not just about their stock being down. They're also missing their expectations. For Google, They got two misses on earnings per share and revenue. I'm not saying don't work there because it is Google, but at the same time, it may not be the most solid company. And so be really mindful of the team that you're interviewing with and making sure that it's an essential team. Facebook, they also got two misses. I also would not move to Facebook right now. If I was moving to Facebook, it would be to to work on a project that I know is mission critical and that there's no way I'm ever going to be fired. And Microsoft, they beat all of their expectations. Obviously, I work at Microsoft. I I would recommend working here. I will say Microsoft does have a policy where um, you know, some of these companies may pay more than Microsoft, but the trade-off is the perks and the stability. So keep that in mind. If if you're working, if you're making top dollar at Netflix, and you're thinking about moving to Microsoft for the stability, just expect that you're likely going to get, um, you're going to have a decrease in pay. So you have to think, well, how long can you stay at your company to get the benefit of the higher salary before desperately needing to move to another company? Because it takes six months sometimes to be hired at these big tech companies. So you really have to plan accordingly. So I would say start interviewing and start the hiring process anyway. And then once once you get to offer stage, you then can decide based on how the stock is doing, how the company's financials are doing. Okay, Amazon, they miss their earnings, earnings per share, they match their revenue, and they beat their Amazon Web Services revenue. I would, I would be open to working at Amazon based on this information. That being said, Amazon has a PIP culture, which I talked about in either the first or the second episode. It'll be in the show show notes. PIP means imp- performance improvement plan. So they have a system of, you know, firing people based on their performance. So if you're leaving for stability, make sure that you're going to be 
in the top 10% of employees at Amazon. Otherwise, you potentially will lose your job. So scary times right now, and apologies for going over, but I definitely wanted to discuss this because I know you guys want to hear about what to do right now. So do an assessment of your current company, look at their financial report, see how they're doing. And then um, take a look at companies that are doing really well right now in this somewhat recession. If you want more detailed advice, feel free to email me at editionpod at gmail.com or on TikTok or you know, Twitter, DMs, like DMs, email, however you want to reach me, YouTube comments. I know this is sensitive information, so you probably want to do this anonymously. I promise I will not share um, your information, but I will answer your question on the show. Okay, so what am I geeked out about this week? I am so geeked out for summer. Um, I was in Seattle for a week and the weather was not great. It it wasn't terrible, but it was cloudy and it wasn't warm. I was definitely dressed for the fall the whole time I was there. And Atlanta, it is summertime. My pool is being resurfaced right now. I'm hoping and praying that it opens before Memorial Day weekend so I can have a start of summer party. And yeah, so I hope you're enjoying the weather if it's gotten to you. And don't worry, it will be there soon, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.